0: on today's episode of Gathering the Kings.
1: My customers are making seven figures. They're making eight figures. So we're in the same room with them all the time. And as soon as you go in there and you you feel inadequate, then the deal's done, right? So maybe the six-figure guys listening need to get around more seven and eight figures so they feel more adequate. And then boom, just changes.
0: You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. What's up, entrepreneurs across the world, Gathering the Kings podcast, Chaz Wolf, My guest this week, Cody McKinley. Uh, I'm excited for you to listen to this one because not only does this guy have a great beard, But he's got a great business, a great outlook on life, and just his perspective that he has. I think that um, everything that he breaks down from everything from his story of where he comes from to literally how they dial in what it is that they offer people and at such a high value um, that he separates himself. He separates his service from everyone else in the industry, and he shares with you how he does it. Grab that pen and paper. It's about to go down. All right, everybody. Gathering the Kings, Chaz Wolf, I'm your host. Today, we've got Cody McKinley. What's up, dude? Another bearded fella coming to the table. Welcome, man. I appreciate you.
1: Hey, Chaz. Thanks for having me. You got a nice beard yourself. Keep growing. You'll get big enough soon.
0: <laughs> you know, it's I love that perspective because um, I, I am usually um, the one in the room where guys are like, man, dude, good beard. I have been out bearded only a couple of times and you've got me out bearded by like 5X. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, the version of clipping it,
0: right? That's right. That's a whole lot easier, you know, just keep, just let it grow. Um, dude, uh, what kind of business do you have?
1: So we run a construction business specializing in outdoor living. So patios, pools, pavers, landscaping. We do roofing windows and siding because we have to and landscaping and irrigation because it kind of fits the whole package.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you've got some things in there that I heard you uh, say that you really loved and some things that you kind of just do to make it a one-stop shop.
1: Right, exactly. So we we define ourselves as exterior general contractors, a design, nice. build, management firm. So we've got designers, engineers that are ready to go. We like to push the boundaries, and we like to make cool stuff. My favorite line to customers, if it's not cool, we don't want to do it.
0: That's awesome. Define to me what a cool project. Like, give me, give us an example of like one that you've recently done. Maybe
1: a uh, recent one come to mind. We did a 1200 square foot patio on the back of person's house on five acres. Wow. Two covered structures, burgle in the middle, fireplace steps. Then it's going to have landscaping, uh, really deck the whole yard out. And it just, it's big, but it feels appropriate on a five acre oh, on land.
0: That's incredible. I mean, um, I, my wife and I just moved in to our home. We've been building here for about 15 months. The whole deal is 15 acres, but I've got two homes on the other corners that we rent out and then we built here in the middle. And so, um, yeah, like everything you just described in the backyard, maybe with a pool to go along with like that would be incredible right now. It's just dirt.
1: <laughs> you need a total package, right? you got to have shade, you got to have something to stand on, something to do, something to cook on. And then you got to have some greenery.
0: Dude, it's like you've done this before.
1: <laughs> Only once or twice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. Okay, so um as you were commenting offline that you've listened to a couple of my shows and I just so appreciate that and you've been kind of following along but before we kind of get into your history and start really giving some of these guys and gals uh some of your nuggets at this stage why keep pushing? Cuz I know you're I know you're at the seven figure plus mark mm-hmm. just from our conversations and you've got a great team. You've got designers and you've got folks on your staff but like why do you keep pushing? Why do you show up every day?
1: Uh, at this point, it's definitely legacy. Uh, it's, it's changing the name or, or for the, what our kids have behind us, right? Wow. You know, because my, my dad and his dad were in construction for a long time, and they never really got out of the, the craftsman stage. They never got past the next project, the next task, the next brick, if you will. They never really became business owners, and I think at this point, I'm doing this one for the family piece and two for the customers. Uh, there's a lot of bad contractors out there and it's, it's our job to let them not have a bad experience. Does yeah. that make any sense?
0: Yeah, I love that. I, lo- I love the legacy piece with family too. I mean, that's a huge driver for me. I think we chatted about that um, on our previous call, but to build something that's never been in your family before. What a, what a weighty thing, but it doesn't feel like weight, really. It feels like it, it, it fuels you. At least it does for me.
1: I mean, right now it feels, it still feels like a dream. I mean, we're coming onto year five and it just, we've, we've chatted about this number of uh, companies that get to a million in revenue, that percentage and the, how small it is. Uh, and, and I'm sure Chad will share that stat here in a second, but like how small that is and how it didn't feel like it took that much effort to get there. Yeah. Just doing the one right next thing. Right. Yeah.
0: I love that. Well, I'm going to carry that in, that theme, the the one right next thing. I'm going to carry that into your story here because I know you've made a lot of good decisions, um, but you've made some bad ones along the way, as we all have. And so let's start with that. Let's start with where did business start for you? Like, What was the next right step for you in getting either this business started or did you start a diff- different business before? Like, Where was the beginning for you?
1: Uh, the beginning for me, believe it or not, was the restaurant industry. Uh,
0: okay,
1: I, have, right. I have a culinary degree. I Ran a restaurant for about five years. I ran a Whole Foods for five years after that, uh, which taught me retail and customer service.
0: Yeah.
1: And then this business was born out of not having a good contractor experience. So I had a home. I wanted to extend my patio. I called around. I got the the normal experience that everyone gets. One guy's late. The next guy's dirty. And then the last guy is just angry. Just Just mad. I'm like, bro, it's America. Do whatever you want. But yeah. um, I realized there was a niche there, and we combined customer service with construction background, and here we are.
0: Yeah, and so what you've what you've got is an experience now, right. just like a fine dining or even Whole Foods. I mean, whole, that's a, that's an experience. You don't go to Whole Foods on accident. You go there because you know what you what you want. <laughs> All right, so that's a little bit of the journey as far as like maybe how it started, but inside, like in essence, like. The folks listening, they're the six-figure mark. We know that. But you wanted to create something for the customer, but then you had this background of like management and and experience. Why did you think that you even like could run a business? I mean, you had been running a business for someone else, but like, tell me the gap between like, okay, this, I see the market, I see the opportunity to, I want to be a business owner.
1: Oh man, I think it just came down to uh, not wanting to work for somebody else after a while. I think yeah. that's where the initial jump was, like naturally, you know. Because if you live in corporate world for a while, there starts to be policies to come out where you're like, "Why are we doing this? This is like the strangest, oddest policy." Especially if I'm running successfully right now, why downplay? So right. then you you shift over and you say, "Maybe I can try this on my own." And then it just happened, kind of by accident. Honestly, it was it was almost an accident. Like I did my own patio extension. I posted on Facebook. Right. Just to my friends, Okay, a friend of ours saw it. She hired me to do a little project for her. And I was like, wait, maybe there's gold in these hills. And that was just like the the turning point right there. It was a very fate like accidental organic process of starting the business. And I was able to start it on the side. And that's what I encourage anyone that's just starting out to do is keep your day. And then on the weekends, figure it out. And yeah, if you like absolutely. it and it becomes not work, then then run,
0: right? I love that. And and you're so true. I think that that's that's excellent advice. Um, so if if you're listening right now and you are still working somewhere else and you've got your little side gig, that's okay. You're in the right spot. But how do they go from that to then leaving the job? There's, they're not seven figures yet, but but then they're like, you know, how did you go from, you know, one little side job of your friend to okay, maybe I should consider leaving my job.
1: Uh, advertising. So, advertising was a big play there. Um, in the construction world, there's wait. Advisor. So, you,
0: you paused and you spent money.
1: I paused and I spent money. That's right. I signed wow. up with a uh, home advisor at the time. And, okay. And they're rough. They're rough. Okay. But if you're new and starting out and kind of cheap and you're aggressive, you'll get some jobs with them. So, we jumped from there and took a little running leap and then outsourced a different advertising company.
0: Wow. Okay. So, I, 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 there's so much gold in what you just said. I want to try to ex- extrapolate it for, okay. the, for the listener. So number one, you you paid attention to an experience that you had that didn't go well. And so you, you, you did it yourself. You posted, you did a little side job. I think most people listening can relate to that, especially if they're a contractor. That's probably how they started their business at some point was, let me do it myself. And then uh, friends and family. And then that just kind of grew a little bit. But the problem really is, is that they stay right there, right? The friends, family, and and they leave their job maybe. And so maybe they're doing six figures, but they can never break the mold of more because the next step is I have to now at scale, fill the pipeline. I have to become a salesperson. I need to get leads. I need to close jobs. And I need to do more of that, which for you, you said home advisor, there's other services out there that can generate leads. But for any business, you need, you need leads and then you don't need to know how to sell the jobs. And so, would you say for you, like that skill set is what allowed you to, like, fast forward, or was it just did you know how to do that just because you had worked in other businesses? Like, how did you know that?
1: So, yes, that was an option because I'm naturally good at marketing myself or marketing people. Okay. But then I'm also uh, information junkie. If I want to learn about it, I learn all about it. So, got it. Podcast, Facebook groups. I stumbled into a group called the Contractor Fight. I will shamelessly plug them in this. And there's a gentleman there named Tom Reber that does a lot of free content. He talks about you need sales, you need blood, you need to, to market. Here's how you market. You know, yep. here's what you need to charge. Stop feeling guilty. Stop doing it for a cheap price. Right. And then that propelled me into, I said, I got in the group and I said, hey, you know, uh, who do I advertise with that's not Home Advisor Because while Home Advisor is cheap to start out with, there's a very bad side to them. Hence sure. the lawsuit they're going through right now. So, I got turned on to a company called WebRunner. They're out of Canada, uh, and those dudes changed the game. I would say, jumping ahead to your next little segment, that is like one of the best things we ever did was hire those people right there.
0: Love it. And so, what do they do for you?
1: Uh, they started doing Facebook and Instagram ads yeah. at an intense rate, and it hadn't really been done here in the Dallas area before, not yeah. at that level. And the response was crushing. Like, the lead cost was low. The customers were eager and it was like right at the right
0: time. Okay. So for the listener, you're taking notes. This is really, really important. So what Cody has given to you is what, in essence, you, you break down as a strategic growth in your marketing department. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in layman's terms. He talked about getting a, a lead source that was done for you. Okay, that's what home advisor, thumbtack, uh, some of these other. Uh, like places. So you go to them, they've done the marketing and then they give you the opportunity at the job or in, in any business, there's a lead, there's a lead source somewhere that's like this. Okay. So you go to someone who's doing this, you pay a premium for them to do it. It's no problem. It's not a scam. You just need to know how to get those jobs or those clients if you're not in the contracting world. But eventually, what you need to focus on is not necessarily replacing them, although you can, is to go to the place where you now are getting your own leads. And that's what Cody is talking about. He hired a company that could run his ads. It's not a home advisor ad or a whatever, whatever company that you've decided to hire for your marketing ad. It's a Cody's business ad. It's a McKinley construction. What's the, what's the name of your, your outdoor company?
1: So it's uh, McKinley construction management
0: or okay. MCM for short. Okay. I was, I was trying to play out the MCM. I'm like trying to figure out what that was. So MCM ad, right? And so as a, as a consumer, I'm seeing MCM, 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 whether I click on the ad and generate a lead or later see a truck. Uh, Now we're talking about impressions. And now we're talking about Cody having omnipresence where, yeah, maybe he's still on home advisor because there's, there's a couple of things he can do that maybe, but then he's also over here and he's also getting his own leads. He's also on Facebook. He's also on Instagram. He's now is on the radio. Now he's got a truck driving by and that's what makes him feel to the customer as this well-oiled machine everywhere. And he's remembered. That's that's in essence what your marketing has to get to. And I know that <laughs> you didn't say all that, but that's in essence what you were, you were saying, right? <laughs> that's exactly what I was
1: saying. And, and that's part of the reason I have the beard, right? I'm memorable looking, right? So they see the ads, they see the YouTube videos. Part of it's about content. So we've got a whole YouTube channel called Coffee and Construction with Cody where it's literally like little one or two minute videos. I'm just standing there with a cup of coffee, just answering a question. Like who answers our telephones? Uh, when do we work? Uh, right. What's next after the permit gets approved? Like these little, they ask, you answer questions. Yeah. Uh, and just given the customer knowledge, because the more knowledge they have, the more comfortable they are, then they recognize you and you've made the brand, which is what you're creating, yep. personable. And that's the whole thing, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. So, I mean, if we, we could end the podcast right now, and they should already have multiple pages of notes of things that you've told them to do. So thank you for that. Let's go to, you You gave us the good decision of leaning in basically to a provider that could help you brand yourself and generate leads. What was the bad decision that you've made so far that was just, oof? So, hey, yeah,
1: that's the easy one. So uh, with the same company, WebRunner, we decided that we were going to go after storm damage, right? Ooh, okay everyone thinks they can get roof rich when a storm comes through and it's Texas and there's hailstorms every five years on average. Well, we put a bunch of money to advertising that. And then guess what didn't happen? (laughs) So we dug ourselves in a deep hole with a marketing budget that was too big that didn't work out. And we had to dig our way back out of it by focusing on a service that is not weather specific
0: weather-related services have to be ancillary unless you're weather-related everywhere all the time and you're just going weather relation to weather relation. So I'm going to translate that to each individual business because obviously I can't make the decision to go after hailstorms in my businesses. But what I do hear you saying is hone in, niche down, focus on really what it is that we do well and pour the effort into that. Not necessarily that you can't have roofing as a service, or that you couldn't help somebody if a hailstorm does come around, or that you wouldn't even send out your sales team door knocking. Maybe you would. It doesn't right. mean that you wouldn't. It just means that. What do we do? How do we do it well? Why are we different than everybody else? And then hone in, especially with a marketing budget.
1: That's exactly right. I know that better myself. Uh, very concise, concise answer you have there. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, you're right. You got to stay in where your niche is, where it's fun for you. And then, yeah, we tell our customers all the time, we're not here for your first project or the first sale. We're here for the third sale or the sixth sale down the road. And when something happens to you or your neighborhood, we're the first ones you call for if we don't do it a referral. So, you know, you're not getting hosed.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Especially if you've built it off of the experience that you're talking about, which is they can trust you. You know, for you contracting, that makes perfect sense because there's so many uh, guys and gals out there that just don't know how to really run a, a successful contracting business. But that's that's how it is in most businesses. It's not that hard to differentiate yourself as long as you do. So, Cody, I'm curious when it comes to decisions, we've talked a lot about them. Do you have a process or a discipline when you try to make decisions? So that way, the weather related marketing budget doesn't happen again.
1: I would like to lie and say yes, but the truth <laughs> of that is no. Uh not yet. i operate on a lot on feeling still. Uh, luckily my business partner, he's very analytical and looks at the numbers a lot. So sure. he punched the numbers and says, here's the numbers, right? But a lot of it is just gut related uh with, with hiring, with partnering with marketing companies, with adding another automation. You just have to put yourself in how the the customers feel, you know, because we're yeah. big, we're big in tech and we're big in no paper that's our stuff we like. So if it makes it faster, if it makes customer experience better, we're in. And if it makes the environment a little better, we're in as well.
0: And what you said kind of underneath that um, is, you know what you want, you know what you want to deliver to your experience uh, for your customers. And so you were kind of letting those be your guiding factors, even though you're using your gut um, that that's in essence, your boundary. I loved how too you even said your, your partner is analytical. You're a little bit more of the, gut uh, kind of go-to because you do need numbers, but man, numbers sometimes aren't how you make decisions. Sometimes you just need to trust your gut and you build the gut instinct by just giving it a go, like repeatedly, just build a history of making decisions. Some aren't going to be good and you try right. to learn from them, but you've obviously built a relationship with yourself <laughs> around good decisions because otherwise, cause otherwise, how could you trust your gut,
1: right? Right. You need, you need those swings to get there and try a bunch of times, yeah. right? That's, that's my favorite thing I tell myself, guys, when they're coming on. I could teach you theory all day. I can teach you terms all day. You just need to add bats, right? It's baseball season right now. You need to add bats, right? Get out there and take some swings and hopefully you'll knock one out of the first 10 out of the park and you're good to go.
0: Yeah, because once you've seen it done, now you're like, okay, bet, I got it. I know how to do it now. That's awesome, man. Okay, so I love just how natural all of our interactions have been just because I think, that's a superpower that you have that that maybe the audience can't quite pick up on, and so I'm going to try to just give them a little bit of feeling on this. But when he was talking about like the experience and and recognizing like what he had experienced on the patio beforehand, like everything that you've done with me, Cody, has been like I can just tell you're a real guy, like that you're giving it to me straight, that you're that it is what it is, um, and so I just think that that translates into your team, into your customers as you're talking to them. So I just wanted to, to communicate that to the audience because I think that we miss that sometimes as business owners, uh, like who we are, obviously to our team or to our customers. And <clears throat> just being real, just being authentic. And that doesn't necessarily give us permission to do whatever we want. It just means us, like, if I can just be straight, it uh, usually builds like a super honest piece. And I'm kind of going back to where you said, like it felt like it was super easy to build your seven figures. Um, and I think that's why, man, you got a superpower of just being, being you. So I know that sounds a little, maybe a little cheesy, but I think that that's part of it.
1: I think you're not far off. Um, I've never met a person I couldn't talk to. I've never met a person that I felt inadequate to talk to. So, you know, yeah. my customers are, they're making seven figures, they're making eight figures. So we're in the same room with them all the time. And as soon as you go in there and you, you feel inadequate, then the deal's done, right? So yeah. maybe the six figure guys listening need to get around more seven and eight figures so they feel more adequate. And then boom, just changes.
0: Yeah. Everything you just said changes everything when you get into a new room, a new way of thinking, um, agitation of other people, and in and, and a good way, right? You can agitate each other and, and spur each other on. Okay. Speed round. You ready, dude? I'm ready. In your business, if you could only track one metric, what would it be?
1: I'm gonna have to go to, I have to give you two. I'm gonna say <laughs> one. Number one is net profit. Okay. Uh, number two is sales. Sales cures all and net profit pays all. So that's why I would have to say it's a two piece,
0: I love the answer, the, the why behind the what. Uh, sales cures all and net profit pays all. I love that. We're gonna have to throw that up as one of your quotes. So good. So good. Okay what book would you recommend that a six figure owner read trying to get to that seven figure mark
1: i would say that anyone right now should read if they haven't read the bible first starting the gospels if you want to jump into a business book i would say rich dad poor dad
0: both are excellent uh recommendations and i couldn't help but think man you're you got the john baptist uh, beard going on over there i just can't get away from your beard you know bro do you I, you have young kids right yeah Dude, have you read the storybook Bible?
1: We have been reading the storybook Bible from time to time. We have to jump from different different titles, you know.
0: You know, I have this idea. I think I'm gonna, I think we're gonna launch it here pretty quick, but I'm gonna go live with my kids reading the storybook Bible every night. We do it anyway, but just because I think other people will want to chime in. But I'm telling you what, the picture of John the Baptist in that it's it's a red beard. That's why I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, your beard. His is way more scraggly than yours. You keep you keep better, better care, but um, we call him John, the, Johnny the Baptist, um, as we're reading through the <laughs> storybook Bible. Anyway, um, okay. So, do you intentionally network or mastermind with other business owners, Cody?
1: I do. Yes, absolutely. And I'm currently looking for my newest group to land in uh, to get to the next next spot here, nice. and also hunting around organically for like uh, like a golf course or country club or something right? Yeah. A lot of those guys, they make pretty good money for the most part. So
0: yeah, you're just identifying who you need to be around uh, for clients and or mindset. I love it. I love it. Okay. And so if you lost it all, final question, if you lost it all, there was no more outdoor spaces to design, what would you do? Sales. How so? And what so?
1: Anything. Uh, (laughs) Ice to Eskimos. uh, Whatever. You know, like, There's always money in sales. It's the fastest, quickest
0: money you can make. That's right. There's a skill set there that clearly you feel confident in. What would you say as an entrepreneur who's listening right now when it comes to sales specifically? Because if you're going to go right to sales, if if things fell apart, that's exactly where I would go to as far as like a career, if I wasn't going to open up a new business. But why though? Like what about sales specifically? Do they need to know now inside their business before it goes all away? from straight from your brain to help them now.
1: I mean it's it's unlimited income, right? The more you sell, the more you make. That's the only job in my company that has a limited income. My sales guys can make whatever they want any given day. I can give them leads, but they can go out and door knock, they can hustle people and and get more more in, right? And they have That's their right. certain quotas and when they hit that they get their bonus and their bonus is unlimited for a reason. So they can just do what they need to do. So Anybody listening, you need to get good at sales or you need to partner with someone that's good at sales. One of the two, right? But if you partner, you're going to have to listen to them because a <laughs> the sales guy's are a little crazy. So
0: <laughs> that's so true. We sales guys, we're crazy. Okay. So, so sales is everything. Uh, you said it a few minutes ago, sales cures all. And so, for, for these guys listening, your, your, your takeaway here really is if they can just learn sales or partner with someone who understands sales. And inevitably their business is going to get to seven figures.
1: Right. Because then they can get rid of all the money problem problems, right? You need a better CRM, you write a check. You need another truck, you write a check. You need another permit, you write a check. I mean, you can then fix all the rest of your problems. You can find someone to run your operations, find someone to rebuild your website, find some more marketing. All platform.
0: with sales skills, Cody? Because that translates to money,
1: right? goes back oh. to money. You have a good, I assume if they're listening, they've got a good product they just need to sell more of their product, whether that be edible arrangements or whether that be pergolas, they need to sell more of it. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right, dude. Um, I, I've loved um, your mindset and all of the value that you've given. If someone uh, listening today wants to connect with you further and, and get to know you, how would they reach you?
1: They would first check the website out. It's going to be mcm-tx.com to learn more about us. Go yeah, to, my my to our YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn and TikTok channels. Yes, we have all of them. And then if you want some specific questions, email info at mcm-tx.com.
0: I love it, dude. Thanks for being so open. Um, And even just the fact that you're on all those channels just tells me, and I'm sure the audience, that you're just trying to help as many people as possible. Obviously, awareness is good for your business, but man, just the people that you can connect with, uh, you're helping people all the day, every day. And so thanks for being here helping us today. We just absolutely appreciate that. And so, what's the next thing? For you, outside of the business, or is it is it is it another business? I just I just have this this thought in my brain of you not being done.
1: So the next thing is uh, real estate, and more specifically, beach houses. I am a big beach guy. I like that arena. Uh, there's constant maintenance in that land, and a very interesting B and style market you can do while also playing the long term as well. So that's where I think we're going next. Uh, Then probably custom homes somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it, dude. Um, So much going on. We wish you absolutely nothing but success in, in all of those things, including your, your pergolas. Um, But thanks for being here, man, on the show. You've been absolutely incredible. Um, Yeah. Just the, the listeners today, uh, connect with Cody. If you, if you got, um, if you got some good stuff here, because uh, this guy has been just an absolute pleasure to uh, to chat with even just these couple of times. So thank you, Cody, for being here on the show, my bride. Of course. Thanks for listening to Gathering the Kings. We hope you got a ton of value today and learned a thing or two about taking your business to seven figures and beyond. If you desire more and want a community around you to help you get there, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. That's gatheringthekings.com. And I want you to apply for our next